Ladies and alpha males, Andy here. I went from depressed and suicidal to living a life of abundance and joy. If I can do it, you sure as hell can too. And a big part of the reason why I feel so much peace and love and serenity and equanimity and all of those beautiful concepts is because I let go of this concept that I used to have or this obsession that I used to have with being this magical, amazing, James Bond, perfect alpha male. When I was first getting into concepts of having more sex, you know, getting laid, meeting women, having great experiences and self-improvement in general, one of the resources or the communities that I was part of was something called the Red Pill. And the Red Pill is a collection of a lot of different people, a lot of different authors and YouTubers and communities. And I was mostly a part of a community called the Red Pill on Reddit. And it was a very big community. They still exist today. I think there's about 2 million or something members there. And a lot of the Red Pill on Reddit and in other spaces helped me a hell of a lot. They taught me ideas like self-improvement, stoicism, going to the gym, putting yourself first, as in, I guess you could call that self-love, though they don't use those terms. They would probably say that those terms are gay or weak or beta or something like that. But the red pill helped me a hell of a lot. It really, really, really did. I think more than anything, the red pill helped me start to ask myself, what do I want? What does Andy, the man, the human being, this vessel of consciousness actually want from life and from himself and from the interactions he has with other people. And so I will always have a lot of love and gratitude towards the red pill and more to the point, the people who influenced me and helped me. But a big part of the red pill is egoism and people who, you know, there are a lot of big egos in there and people who believe that they have the secret to life and that they have the answer. And you must do it their way, otherwise you are a beta male or a weak man or a cock or a faggot or any of these kind of words. And if you don't do things the way that certain people there want you to do them, then you're bad and you're doing it wrong and you're a loser and you should be derided and mocked. And not everyone in the red pill feels like that. In fact, I suspect probably most people or half of the people don't feel like that. But there are a very loud group of people who do very much feel like that and will actively mock anyone who doesn't do exactly what they believe to be correct. And one of the words that I used to enforce this kind of limited thinking, or two words, the words alpha and beta. Alpha supposedly being a good thing and beta supposedly being a bad thing. And if someone is to do something that certain people or a lot of people in the red pill don't agree with, they will just label that person beta and they will shame them and they will mock them and they will say this person is bad, you know, they're a loser, they're going to be unhappy. And if someone does something that they agree with or they like, they will call that person an alpha male and they will associate positive traits with that person and they will hold them up on a pedestal and say, this is how we should be. This is how a real man is. And it's not just the red pill that does this sort of stuff. Obviously, a lot of extreme feminism does this stuff. 
It'll say this is how a man should be, and if he's not like this, then he's a toxic man. Toxic masculinity. And they will often say, or a lot of feminists will often say, this is how a woman should be. And if she's not like this, then she has ingrained stereotypes inside her, or she's a bad woman or a bad feminist, or she's too conservative, or she's just feeding into bad stereotypes and toxic masculinity. And lots of groups do this stuff. There's very much an in-group or an out-group, sorry, an in-group preference where people believe that if you're part of the group, that you're good. And if you do something that the rest of the group doesn't do, then you must automatically be bad. This is how most wars are fought across the world. It's because one side believes that they are correct and that anyone who has a different opinion must automatically be evil. And then the other side believes exactly the same thing. And so the concept of in-group and out-group, you know, us versus them, rather than seeing humanity as all on the same team or seeing other people as your fellow, you know, brethren or your fellow children of the universe or whatever hippie term you want to use, if you see other people as the enemy, it just ostracizes them from you and it doesn't allow for you to actually ever help them. And there were lots of times on the red pill that I very much felt like that. I felt like if I don't do exactly what they want, then I'm dead to them and I'm bad and they will mock me and they will shame me. And so because I had found this community that had helped me a hell of a lot, because again, the red pill did a hell of a lot for me. I wanted to be part of the community. You know, I didn't want these people to shame me or make me feel guilty or tell me that I was a pussy or a beta male or a simp or any of these kind of words. I wanted their approval. And part of the way that I wanted to get that approval was I would research and I would read and listen to everything they said that a real man should be or an alpha male should be. You know, all of the stereotypes that he should never show emotions. He shouldn't treat women as if they're on the same team. He shouldn't be open and honest and vulnerable with women because vulnerability is weakness. He should never ask women questions. You know, they would say things like, if I'm trying to learn how to fish, I don't ask the fish how to be a better fisherman. I ask another fisherman, which sounds like some solid advice, but all that that ever led to was me going, well, I can't ever ask women any questions. I can't ever get any information from them. I can't ask them how they feel and how they think and what their life is like and what they like in men and any of that, because the red pill told me that that's stupid. That's like asking a fish how to fish better. And so I very much felt disconnected from women and I've had this sort of attention seeking or validation seeking behavior from the red pill as in I wanted the red pill to validate me and to tell me that I was good and that I was being an alpha male and all of this kind of stuff. And to zoom out a little bit, these stereotypes of what a real man should be didn't just come from the red pill. A lot of social media, a lot of movies and TV and all of that will sit there and tell you exactly who you should be as a man. And women get that stuff as well. A hell of a lot of social media, the news, the government, other people, your family, religion, culture will tell you how you are supposed to be as a woman. You know, a good woman does this. A real woman does this. You shouldn't do this. Otherwise, you're a bad woman. You're a whore. You're a slut. You're this. You're that. And so both genders get it. Everybody on the earth gets it. We get this pressure 
from other people, from communities, etc., of who we supposedly should be. And I felt that very strongly from movies and TV shows and the red pill and other places of, you know, I shouldn't ever be vulnerable because that's weak and pathetic. I shouldn't ever integrate my feminine side. I should just be this hardcore masculine guy who has absolutely no softness, no kindness, no love to him whatsoever. He should just be like a fucking cold, emotionless robot, an alpha male, you know, a James Bond, mysterious, and no woman can either understand him because he's got this wall up around him. That's the alpha male. And I shouldn't have emotions. I shouldn't have doubts. I shouldn't have insecurities. I should just hide all of that shit and pretend that that doesn't exist. And it felt like I was, you know, living a lie while I was trying to do that stuff. And I got to a point where I tried harder and harder and harder to shut all of my emotions off and to never feel anything and to be this like perfect stoic alpha male, whatever that might mean. And I really did just get to a point where I felt incredibly fucking lonely. You know, I started having all of this sex, but it didn't really feel meaningful because I couldn't connect with any of the women because after all, letting them connect with me or connecting with them, that wasn't alpha male. You know, if I was honest and vulnerable and I kept it real and I treated them like a human being rather than, you know, the other, then that wouldn't be alpha male. And I was doing all of the things that the red pill would tell me, even though sometimes because the red pill is a collection of a lot of different men, quite often there would be contradictory statements. Like one person would say, this is alpha male. And then someone else would say, no, this behavior is alpha male. And there would be, you know, sometimes in the same post in the comment section, there would be people like literally saying the polar opposite of each other. But both of them speaking as if they had a monopoly on the truth, as if they had the one true correct way of living your life and being a supposed alpha male. And because I wanted their validation and I just wanted to be part of the community that had done so much for me and helped me in so many different ways, I was so desperate to try and follow all of the advice. And it was very confusing. I was very confused. You know, it's like, stand like this. No, don't stand like this. Say this to a woman. No, don't say this to a woman. Be cold and, you know, hard to understand. No, no, no. Be funny and warm and welcoming. You know, be this kind of archetype. No, be this kind of archetype. And I would try and do all of it. And I would jump between different things depending on what I had read that day. And it just left me very confused, very, very confused. And like I said, very distant from the women that I was sticking my penis inside of. I felt like I couldn't ever let them get to know me because if they knew the real me, well, they might think that that was beta. If they knew that I had doubts and I had insecurities and I was just a human being with emotions and thoughts and dreams and hopes and sadness inside him sometimes and all of that, they would think that I was pathetic and they would lose attraction for me and they would leave because... That's what a lot of people in the red pill community told me. They told me that no woman would respect honesty and vulnerability. No woman would respect you opening up your heart. No woman would respect you treating her like an equal or like a human being. And every woman is secretly waiting to cheat on you or every woman is secretly having a whole lot of sex. You know, all of these concepts that these days just don't resonate with me. They're just not the reality of what I see in front of me. Yes, there are some women that will cheat on you, of course. There are some women that will think that you're weak if you open up and you're honest, of course. 
but I don't date those people anymore. I don't date those women. I look for the women that like my honesty. I look for the women that like the fact that I'm real and I don't lie and I just say how I feel and I ask them questions and figure out what they want and I share something with them rather than telling them how it's going to be. And so I've come to see that the way a lot of the red pill talks is they're viewing things through their lens and then they're saying, this is how it is. This is how everyone will behave. This is how every woman will be. And this is how every man should be. And I've just come to see that, you know, for whatever the word might mean, an alpha male, it's not a word that I use anymore. But if I was to sum up alpha male into one sentence, I would say an alpha male. And again, I don't use the term. It just seems very vague and ephemeral to me. But an alpha male is someone who does whatever the fuck he wants. And within that, you would have your own definition of what that means. But I would say an alpha male is someone who is independent and free and does what he wants. And that doesn't mean hurting other people. That doesn't mean, oh, I do whatever the fuck I want. I, you know, abuse people. And no, not necessarily. Although you could call that alpha male if that was what you wanted to do. But obviously a big part of my message in my community is kindness to others, compassion, doing things that make you feel good. Because I don't think you feel particularly free or happy with yourself if you walk all over other people. And there were many times that the Red Pill community encouraged me and other people to just walk all over women and just do whatever the fuck we wanted to get some pussy or to be happy. And that stuff didn't really line up with who I am as a human being and what I want to do. And I spent so much time in the Red Pill community trying to please or get validation from them that I never really stopped to ask myself, what do I want? Who do I want to be? What does alpha male, if that's a word that I want to hold on to, what does an alpha male mean to me? Like, what do I want to do? Can I be an alpha male who's kind to people? Can I be an alpha male who's honest and keeps it real and doesn't try so damn hard and doesn't keep up this mask? And I very much felt like I was keeping up a mask while I was there. You know, I had to keep up all of these behaviors and it got so autistic that it was literally to the point where I'd read all these articles that said, this is how you should stand when you're talking to a woman. This is how you should walk. This is how you should sit. This is the tone of voice you should have. This is how you should answer her questions. These are the exact words that you should say. And I just became like this cold, emotionless robot. It's why if any of you ever ask me, what should I say on a date? What should I say to a woman? Or if you're a woman listening, what should I say to a guy? Tell me the exact thing that I should do, Andy. I don't tell you what to do. I say, what would you like to do? And I can give you some pointers and I can help you figure out what you want to do if you really are completely lost. But pretty much everybody knows what they want if they're willing to listen to their own voice inside and ask themselves. But most people are so busy trying to get the correct answer as if there ever was one correct answer. They're trying to get the correct answer from other people that they don't ever stop to say, what do I want? What do I, the sovereign individual, actually want? And again, I spent so much time just trying to follow what I thought the red pill wanted for me. Again, remembering that it's such a big collection of so many different people that there isn't one singular voice, but I was acting as if there was, as if there was one correct way of doing things. And I never really had the chance to stop and ask myself what I want. And like I said, I was keeping up such a mask I was standing a particular way. I was sitting a particular way. I was talking a particular way. I was just doing all of these behaviors that meant 
I wasn't being me. I wasn't ever asking myself, do I even like doing this shit? And then I was so terrified that if I saw a woman for long enough, as in if we dated each other for long enough, even just casually, she would eventually figure out the real me or she'd figure out that my behaviors were fake as fuck because they were. And it takes effort to keep up fake behaviors. And after a certain amount of time, you know, like several months of seeing the same woman, I might let go of some of those behaviors and slip back to my normal self. And guess what? A few of the women didn't like that. You know, I would let the mask down and I would just be me and they'd be like, whoa, why have you changed? Why are you being so radically different from the person you were before? Like, I don't like that. It's like you're lying to me or something. It's like you're being fake or maybe you were being fake before. I don't understand this. And I'm, yeah, I am losing attraction because you're not the person that I first started sleeping with. And so for a little while, I thought what that meant is, oh shit, the red pill is correct. I can't let go of the mask. I have to be this like James Bond stoic alpha male who never, ever, ever lets a woman in and is never honest or real. And so I kept it up for even longer. But at some point I just got so sick of it that I was like, I've had sex with, you know, 50 or a hundred women at this point. I'm, but I don't feel like I've been close to any of them. I don't feel like they know me. And I feel like they only slept with me because I faked all these behaviors. I think if they knew the real me, they wouldn't fuck me. And I got so sick of that thing that just made me, or that game that just made me feel so disconnected. You know, I I felt so fake that I was like, I can't be bothered doing this anymore. I literally can't be bothered faking it. Even if it means I never have sex ever again, I no longer want to fake this stuff. And so I tried just being honest from the very beginning. I tried letting the guard down and showing people, showing women, hey, look, I'm a work in progress. I'm not a complete man, which was something that many people on the red pill told me to never do. They said, women don't want to know that you're a work in progress. They want to know that you're a complete perfect man. So even if you're not a perfect man, just pretend that you are. Don't you dare let them know that you're still a work in progress. But I thought, I can't be bothered doing that anymore. I'm sick of faking it. I'm sick of pretending that I'm something I'm not because I'm just not perfect. You know, I'm sick of having this sense of entitlement, which is something that I believed as well. And that came from a different website. It came from Chris from Good Looking Loser. You know, I felt like I had to keep up this fake sense of entitlement or this sense of confidence. And I tried just letting all of that go. And I literally said to myself, if no woman sleeps with me, if I'm going to be this honest and no woman wants to sleep with me, I'm okay with that. I would rather be involuntarily celibate, you know, and incel for the rest of my life rather than fake this shit anymore. And guess what happened? When I dropped the mask, when I actually just started being honest and telling women, yo, I'm I'm kind of a train wreck sometimes. I'm I'm a work in progress, but I'm doing my best. Here's the things that I'm doing to improve. I'm not perfect, but I got a lot of goals and a lot of ambitions and I'm working on them and I'm super excited to do them. But yeah, I'm not perfect. And if you go on a date with me, just understand I'm not perfect. When I started doing that, man, women started liking me 10,000 times more. You know, women have been saying since the dawn of time, I wished men would communicate more. I wish men would be a little bit more vulnerable. I wish men would be a little bit more real and honest with me. Man, I really wish men would talk a little bit more and communicate more. And I gave them that thing that they've been telling us that they wanted since the dawn of time. And guess what? Beautiful things started happening. They started opening up to me. They actually started respecting me more because they were like, wow, 
you have been through a lot in your life, especially when I told them about my depression in the past, you know, that I'd overcome and losing all the weight and all of this kind of stuff. They're like, holy shit, I respect the hell out of you because people love an underdog story. They love to see what you've done or what you're currently working on. And so I would share that stuff too. And I'd say, here's what I worked on this week. I started telling them about the approach anxiety program that I was doing, which was a free program to learn how to approach women and hit on them. And I would tell them about that. I'd be like, oh, I'm doing this approach anxiety program. And this week I went out and I talked to like 30 girls and I did this and this. And women were like, wow, holy shit. I can't believe that you're doing this. I would love to do something like this, man. I wish I was more social and I could talk to to other human beings and strangers. And I would sometimes even take them out and I'd say, okay, do you want to do a couple of the exercises with me? Like we'll go out and we'll talk to strangers together. And they'd be like, oh my God, I can't do that. And I'd be like, you might surprise yourself that you probably can do that. And so for a lot of my dates, I would take women out and I would get them to high five strangers with me, or I'd get them to go up to strangers and give them a compliment or say something or ask a question. And some of these girls, their minds were blown that they were able to do this stuff. And we felt so connected to each other. And we'd go home and have like crazy, passionate, wild sex because we just did something amazing and life-changing together. You know, they got to talk to some strangers for the first time in their life. And I got to mentor them through that process. And I just ended up having like kinkier sex and more connected sex and more intimate conversations, deeper conversations. And it felt like I got to be me and I didn't have to fake anything anymore. And I'd spent all this time faking shit for so long. And I think a lot of people in dating do that. A really good example of that is this Asian girl that I went on a date with. And on the first date, she asked me a couple of questions and I can't really remember what the questions were, but they were basically deep questions. And I just answered honestly. I gave an answer that didn't necessarily flatter me. You know, I could have given a fake alpha male answer, but I just told the truth. And she was kind of like, wow, why are you sharing this with me? Why are you telling me this? And I was like, well, because you asked me a question and I want to answer it honestly. And she was kind of blown away. And she was like, but is that really the honest answer? And I was like, yeah, like, why wouldn't that be the honest answer? And she's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, like, what do you mean? I'm not lying to you. Like, that's the honest answer. And she's like, but why are you telling me the honest answer? And I was like, well, because I can't be bothered playing games. And she's like, is this a game right now? Like, are you pretending to tell the truth? And I was like, no, this isn't a game. I literally can't be bothered playing games. And I explained to her like the red pill and the alpha male stuff and how I'd spent years, you know, a couple of years trying to be this perfect fucking stoic alpha male who had all this confidence and a sense of entitlement and all of that kind of stuff and how I just couldn't be bothered doing that stuff anymore. And she just kept questioning me. She didn't believe it. And she was like, you're you're playing games with me right now, aren't you? And I was like, I honestly can't be bothered playing games. And I was like, you're allowed to believe that I'm playing games, but I I can't be bothered doing that stuff anymore. And she was just so unbelievably blown away. And she's like, I've never met someone who didn't play games. Everyone in dating plays games. And I was like, that doesn't have to be the case though. We ended up, you know, half an hour later or an hour later going to some park. It was late at night. We were in this park and we were making out and she gave me like one of the best hand jobs I've ever had in my entire life. She was this sweet, innocent little Chinese girl. And my God, it was like the best fucking hand job while we're making out. And she was like weirdly dominant, even though she was Asian and it was so passionate and crazy. And she kept getting me right to the edge of orgasm to the point where I'd be like, oh fuck, I'm going to come. And then she would just stop and like 
pull my underpants up and then she'd be like i think that's enough now and i was like fucking bitch like in a good way i was like you fucking bitch like oh my god i was right to about to come why did you stop like keep going and she'd be like nah i think we're done now and i was like so fucking turned on and i would like play with her tits over her top and you know it was this like really quiet dark park at night and she did that like four or five times she kept you know getting me really close to coming and then she'd stop and just pull my underpants up and I'd be like, oh my fucking God. And then she'd, you know, 10 minutes later start playing with me again while making out with me passionately. Finally, she makes me come after all this time where I was like, you better not stop. And I basically grabbed her hand, her wrist, and I kept, like, I made her keep jerking off until I came. And I came all over her hand. And then she looks me dead in the eyes and lifts her hand up to her mouth and just starts licking and sucking all of my cum off her fingers while looking me dead in the eyes. And then she's like, mmm, delicious. And then she pulls my underpants up and I was like, holy shit. That was like one of the hottest experiences of my life. And, you know, these sort of beautiful experiences that I've had with women like that, I think a lot of it has come or it's certainly been a lot more deeper And the connections have been deeper because of the honesty and letting go of the fucking mask and not trying to be this perfect, stoic, amazing, God-tier alpha male. Obviously, I try and be masculine and that's the the concept of masculinity is going to change person to person. But I like my view of masculinity and I try and be that as best I can. I try and improve that each week and I give myself permission to suck with that. I try and be as honest and open as I possibly can be and I improve that each week. But I listen to my own inner voice now about what it is that I enjoy, what I like, who I want to be, and what masculinity or what peace or what stoicism means to me rather than what other people and especially a big community of lots of different voices tell me that I should do. And so once I've let go of this pursuit of being like some perfect fucking alpha male, I've been able to just give myself permission to suck and just be okay with being me and make a little bit of progress every week. In other words, I focus on progress, not perfection. And I think the idea of some alpha male perfect, you know, human being just left me feeling short for all those years. Like I I felt like I wasn't good enough. You know, I would compare myself to these supposed self-declared alpha males on the red pill or in other communities. And I would feel like I wasn't good enough compared to them. I would feel like there was this massive gap between me and them. I would look at people like James Bond, you know, a fucking movie character, a fake human being. It's not even a real person. But I would look at that and be like, oh, I can't be as good as this guy. You know, these days, some alpha male or supposed alpha male role models that people compare themselves to are people like Andrew Tate or maybe someone like Dan Bulzerian. And you might compare yourself to them and be like, man, I'm not as good as this guy. And I think when you play the comparison game, It just leaves you feeling short, you know, and that person isn't who you think they are. They're also a flawed, imperfect human being, but you build them up to be some perfect fucking person. You know what I mean? And I think it just leaves you feeling insecure, feeling inadequate. But if you instead say, you know what, screw these people who declare themselves alpha male as if that's something that, you know, you want to copy. You basically just declare yourself something as if that makes it true. But I'm going to ignore these self-declared alpha males and I will instead just figure out what I want, what resonates with me, how I want to live my life, the principles that are important to me, the goals that I want to set. And then I would just work towards them rather than the traits or the goals that other people tell me I should have. 
Realize that nobody else on the planet can tell you who you should be or how you should be or the way that you should supposedly live your life. That's up to you to decide, including me. I'm not here to tell you how you should be. And hell, if you listen to this entire podcast and say, you know, screw Andy, I still want to be an alpha male. I want to do everything the red pill tells me. Amazing. Go for it. I want you to do whatever you want to do. And if you don't want to do whatever you want to do, I want that for you too. In other words, if you say, no, I just want other people to tell me what to do and I'm just going to be a little, you know, automaton who does whatever I'm told. Great. Do that. Brilliant. At the end of the day, I want your freedom. And if you don't even want to be free, then I don't want you to be free. I want whatever the hell is in your head or your heart that you want. And I think my years in the red pill definitely helped me realize that, you know, being told what to do all the time and going along with it and seeing the unhappiness that it brought helped me try the flip side, which is listening to my own voice and trying some things and seeing how they feel. Because you might not always know who you want to be or what you want to do. You know, that's why some of you ask me for advice because you're like, I don't know. I literally don't know. And so in that case, you can try some of the advice that I might give or try some of the advice that someone else might give. You know, there's plenty of amazing coaches and content creators and gurus and spiritual teachers and pickup artists and dating coaches and life coaches and business entrepreneur coaches. And there's just so many beautiful people out there willing to share the advice that has worked for them and the things that they've learned. So try some of what I say, try some of what they say, see what works for you. Pick some of what I say, pick some of what they say, put it together into your own little concoction, you know, your own little custom recipe. And that's how you live your life. And so you don't always have to know what to do. You can just try a bunch of different things and see what works for you. See how it feels. See if you like the results. See if you like some of the side effects that it might come with. You know, lots of things have side effects. Lots of things have different consequences. Might be a good way of phrasing it rather than side effects. And see what resonates with you. My mission with all of my content and definitely with my coaching is not to tell any of you what to do. It's quite the opposite. It's to enable you to figure out what it is that you like and to give you the tools to navigate the world in a way that makes sense to you. At the end of the day, this is your world. We are all just living in it. So that is my journey through the red pill, through the alpha male obsession. And again, to make it very clear, I am very, very, very grateful to all of the wonderful people in the red pill community who helped me a hell of a lot. I have taken so much of what they've said and kept it. And then I've let go of some of the things that didn't resonate with me, such as, you know, women being the other, you know, every woman's going to cheat on you. Every woman is exactly the same, you know, all of that kind of stuff. I've let go of all of that stuff that just doesn't really resonate with me, but I've kept so many beautiful concepts and really amazing life philosophies that they gave me. And I think more than anything, stoicism and self-improvement and the red pill was probably the first community that I ever found that really taught me the value of self-improvement and being a little better each week and just taking baby steps towards your goals. And so while I don't endorse everything that the red pill community says, I am very grateful that all of it exists because without some of those things that I don't resonate with, I wouldn't have then been able to go on to find what I do resonate with. And so the same with my concept, my content. If there's something or lots of things that I say that you don't resonate with, amazing. 
that helps you get a little bit closer to figuring out what you do resonate with and what your philosophies in life are. As always, ladies and gentlemen, go out there and crush those goals, whatever those goals might be for you. You've been sitting around trying to achieve your goals on your own, making a little bit of progress, but nowhere near what you know you're capable of. Time to get serious. Ravi got serious by joining my coaching, following in my footsteps and creating his own kick-ass coaching business, motivating other people and changing the world. Joe had a ton of sex and learned to open up deeply with women. He started his own successful photography and dating business, quit his job, and he's earning lots of money. Jack went all in with his sex life, moved across the country to pursue his dreams, had a bunch of wild sex and a threesome, quit porn, and made connections in the LA party scene. Click the link to coaching in the description below. It's time to go all in with this thing and do this thing for real.